I turned to Doris. Stay just where you are, Doris, I uttered. Then I turned to the man whose head it was and said, I want to know if she as much as breathes any air in or out. And before I knew it, Oh, for crying out loud, what idiot is ringing up now? I was, I was just getting to a good bit then. All right, give me a moment, for goodness sake. Dear, oh dear, I, I, I could have been right in the middle of the laboratory for all they know. Oh, right, they've gone too far now. Some people just don't know where to draw the line on. Right, you bloody idiot. Vicar, how lovely of you to call on. <laughs> I, 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 I was just saying to myself, it would be nice if you were at the door, bell ringing my bell repeatedly when I opened it. It's like a miracle come true, isn't it? Can I get you a cup of anything? Uh, don't you think I should come in first? Oh, nothing gets past you, Father. Come in and then I'll ask you that again when you're on the inside, like I usually would do. Mind your head. Ow! On that light fitted. Oh, dear. You all right? Uh, yes, I think so. Little accidents like that are nobody's fault, are they? I suppose it's what you'd call an act of God, isn't it? Hmm? Like an earthquake or, or, a, or a church faith. Eh? <laughs> yes. Um, now, about the arrangements for this evening. Arrangements? Yes. Do you need any help with anything? Um, well, I was just going to watch Deal or No Deal or, or No. Um, then pop down the shoulder of mutton. Um, if you, you really wanted to help me out, my upstairs windows could do with a wash. No, I mean about the fundraiser this evening to raise money for the repairs to the Scouts Hut. You're organising entertainment, aren't you? Oh, that bloody thing. The vice, is it? Oh, yes, don't worry about that. All oh, that's been sorted out weeks ago. I'm right on top of me. It's, it's right on top of me. On top of this. I, I am on top of it. It's underneath me. <laughs> oh, yes. I've, I've got quite a line-up for that line-up. Oh, anyone I would know? Um, I'd rather keep it underneath some hats for the moment. Because, um, you know, security might become an issue. Well, there should be a good turnout. So, if you can think of anything... Oh, can... no, you're all right there, Vicar, thank you. I can't see me thinking of anything. <laughs> I'll let you get on, then. You must have many things to do. Oh, yes, I've got um, plenty to do, all right. Um, don't worry about me. Um, I'll show you the door, then. There it is, right at the far end of the hall. You can see it from here quite clearly. Just where it was when you came in. I'm surprised you forgot that. Mind your head. Ow! On that light. <laughs> see you later on, then. Ta-ta. What am I going to do about this sodden thing tonight, then? Um, well, of course, I will be topping myself. So that goes without thinking. <laughs> topping the bill. Um, oh, I know what I can do. I can have auditions. Open auditions. I, I, I can use Jack's back room at the shoulder of the mutton, and, and, and I'll do a poster. Um, right, where's my PG tips? <laughs> PG tips. Oh, felt sodden tips. Right, uh, so I'll put my posters up at Jerry's and um, have a bit of breakfast and then I'll get across to see Jack at the shoulder and get him to... Where's that racket coming from? 
It's like having tin, 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 tin tetanus in your ear. <laughs> if you'd like to make a donation, I could do a request for you. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a shilling if you snap the bloody thing in half. <laughs> There's only one thing I can't stand. People blowing whistles up and two... That fat one that used to do deputy dog all the sudden time, that little and larger. What was he called? Largest, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I used to like them. But I'll tell you what, why don't you go and find out where they live and go and serenade them? Eh? You get on like a house on fire and ice. Anyway, I can't stand around here chin wiggling all day. Give my regards to little and the fat one. <laughs> So, because the vicar left it to the last minute before he reminded me I'd forgot I said I would do it, I find myself in this unenviable position, Jack, and I will need to use your back room at very short notice, I'm afraid, through no fault of my own. Well, that's a bit of a state in there, Arthur. I'm using it to store stock at the moment. Oh, that's all right. I just need a bit of space in there so I can have a squint at some wallabies. Uh, bumblebees. Oh, uh, wannabes, as they call them these days. Well, if you don't mind the mess. Oh, no, you know me, Jack. I'm not one of those that has to have everything just so-and-so-and-so. No, um, you can just move it all to one side for me. Oh, and I'll need a, a table and chair in there as well. And um, a couple of spotlights, uh, just like on the X Factory. Um, and I don't know what they have uh, on the table to drink on that, but it looks like something decent, so I'll need a nice drop of something to drink as well. Right, um, so... What? Would you mind keeping an eye on the bar for me? I've just got to nip in the back and move some boxes. You can get yourself a drink on me. Oh, all right, then. Exactly. You land on your feet, don't you? What? It's thanks to me you're having that drink, you know. Oh, thank you. You're going to get me one back, then? Suppose <laughs> so. Thank you very much. I'll have a pint of bitter. Very civilian of you. Are you busy? Well, I'm just coming up to finishing my defective novel. I didn't know you were a writer. That's because I write under a pseudofed. <laughs> because I don't want all that that happened to her, um, J.R. Hartley, that did Harry's Potter, that, to happen to me. Begging letters and the papers saying I've worn the same dress twice. No, thank you, Sally. What are you doing in Jack's back room, then? Oh, that. I'm, I'm holding auditions for a show I'm impresarioing and I'm topping the building this evening to see if there's any talent out there I can give an opportunity to. I always wanted to be a singer, like Petula Clark. I'll tell you what, why don't you come for an audition when I'm all set up in there? I'm sure I can squeeze you in. You never know. You might become the next Marilyn Manson. Boo, boo, bidoo. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Well, suit yourself. There's no skin on my nose. Here's your pint. Ah, uh, first today. Bottoms up. Never fed. What's it for, anyway? Oh, I'm doing it in conjunctivitis with Father Thompson. <laughs> oh, hello. Look who it is. Whistling James Gorestone. You're not going to get your piccolo out again, are you? No, I've just come in for a quiet drink. Well, I hope no one starts playing the bagpipes and spoils it for you. Right, yeah. Can I have a pint of lager, please? Do you make much money blowing that thing, then? Don't worry, I'm not the tax man. I'm in the profession myself. I'm asking you in a professional cavity. Oh, you busk as well, then? Oh, very hilarious. You busk as well. I'm not a busker. 
I've struggled all mediums I have, and I'm also a producer and impressionist. Who do you do impressions of? I don't do impressions. Well, you just said you were an impressionist. No, I didn't. You want your bloody ears stringing. <laughs> I said I was an impresario. A lot of people would give the eye teeth to give both the right arms to be able to run a microphone. Right, there's a bit of space in there now, Arthur. Oh, you've done it, have you, Jack? My audition's room. Thanks very much. Um, you can just put me the other half in that, and then I'd better get back there before all the young hopefuls start arriving. Would you just tell them all to form a queue outside the door until they call, Jack? Thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you, Mr. Gallbladder. <laughs> Like me, but it's left me plenty to drink in here. Oh, this blocks is full of it. Crisps as well. Oh, bless you, Jack. Um, well, I, I think I'll have a small scotch before they get here. Uh, might as well. I'm putting on my top hat, blooded on my new shoes, standing on my tail. Oh, that's even better than the last time. I said that was better, and it was good then. <laughs> Right, that's all set up then. Just wait for that first lucky hopeful to knock on the door. Um, I might as well have a top-up while I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Auntie Mary, have a canary up for the Amazons. Come on, the little cow laughs to see such a sight in the dish ran up with a spoon. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Right then, just have a top of that. <laughs> oh, there's one. Come, come. Hello, Arthur. Oh, Sally, come in. Don't be shy. Come on. I've just got to... Uh, can you stand on the X for me, please? Where is it? Where do you think it is? I said stand on it, didn't I? That should be a clue. <laughs> Look on the floor. It's an X in brown insulating tape. There, right in front of you. Right in front of you, there. Where? There. You're literally standing on it. That's not an X. It is an X. Looks more like a number seven. It does not. It's an X, is that? I did it myself. Well, there must be a bit of it missing, then. Oh, for crying out loud, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know what's happened to that. I, I definitely did an X. Why would I do a seven? People don't say seven marks the spot, do they? It's stuck on your shoe. Who's put that there? You must have stood on it and it came off on your shoe. Well, something funny is going on there because I have not stood on that. I, I, I shall take that electrical tape back to the pound shop and ask them what they think they're playing at, stuck in that. Anyway, just for now, stand on the seven. <laughs> All right, can you manage that? Yes. Good. Now, what's your name? Who's mine? Yes, yours. You know it. I know I know it. <laughs> For all intents and purposes today, think of me as though I was like um, Simon Callow of the X Factory. <laughs> Who? And does the X-ray thing. Oh, just give me your name, will you? Sally. And tell me, Sally, do you think you can win the X-ray Factory? No. No? No. You're supposed to say yes, you idiot. Otherwise, why have you turned up? I've come in for a box of pork scratchings for Jack. What was all that standing on the seven all about then? 
Well, it was you that told me to stand on it. I didn't ask to. Oh, get your bloody pork swordings and push off. You're, you're getting under my nerves now. No wonder Simon Cadell is rude to them all on it. This is typical of what goes on. You, you couldn't make it up. Who is it? Uh, I overheard you saying you were doing auditions at the bar. Oh, did you? Well, you want to be careful, eavesdripping. <laughs> well, are you auditioning or what? Oh, no, 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 no. It's me that asked you the questions. Don't you watch the telly? I'm homeless. I would have still thought you'd have the common sense to stand outside Curry's and say what's up. <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're not very resourceful, are you? Now, would you stand on the seven for me? The seven? Oh, don't start that up again. I've had enough of that with Dozy Sally. For one day only, X is a seven, all right? Yeah, fine. Good. Now, tell me, do you think you can win the X-ray machine? An X-ray machine? Is that the prize? What prize? There isn't a prize. Who told you there's a prize? Well, it's just that you said, do you think? Oh, that's right. Blame someone else. I have to tell you, you've not got off to the very best of starts, have you? Quite frankly, you are the worst we've had today by a long joke chase. Well, I haven't done anything yet. Right, time's up. I'm going to put it to the vote. I'm afraid it's three no's from three me's. So, come back next year and we'll have another look at you, because you have got something. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> You're not right in the head. Oh, that's it. Bad loser. All want to be overnight perspirations. It takes hundreds of years to get to the level I'm at. Next. 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 All right. I've had enough of this. I've, I've, I've bent over myself backwards to show someone what a wonderful opening can look like. And throw it back in my face. Well, I've had enough. Nobody else wants to do it. I'll do the bloody thing myself. Now then, where's my bottle of splash gum? There don't seem to be many other acts here. Where are they all? Don't you worry about that, Jeffrey. You just concentrate on your area of expertise. Counting the chairs. I have decided, because of the general poor standard of the talent pool available, to turn it more into an audience with feel tonight. Who's the audience with, then? Me, of course. Who do you think? Oh. Now, listen. When you've done the lights, stick this music on. I'm doing a pop song. And tell the vicar he's got to announce me as well. Here's what he's got to say, written on that beer mat. All right? I shall be doing my vocal warm-up tongue twisters here in the wings. <coughs> Red leather. Sorry, yellow. Red rubber. Rally, yellow. Red leather. Larry. Hello. Please apply for plucks a pleasant porter. Still got it. Word perfect. <laughs> So, thank you all for coming and supporting this evening. Now, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome onto stage someone we all know and love like an old family friend that won't go away. <laughs> You'll probably recognise me, uh, sorry, him, 
You'll probably recognise him from many TV appearances in such programmes like Julia Bravo, All Creatures Little and Large, <laughs> and Tales of the Unacceptable. <laughs> He's much better than Bruce Forsyth Saga and has all his own hair, teeth and chin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Count Arthur Strong.
came Doris. Ah, Doris. She walked over, swinging her hips of hers, like women do when they're walking, doing that. We all lit a cigarette for her and waited breathlessly. She surveyed the scene for what seemed an infirmary before she elected to choose mine. Moose glowered at me. Can I get you a cocktail? I uttered to her. I have something long and cool, she retorted. Just like you, I retorted myself. Nice retorting, added Moose Murphy. Enviously. There's plenty more where that came from. I'll retort it again. Moose didn't take the bait this time. He knew I was the better retorter than him. And he could only ever come a poor second at retorting when I was in the room. This is rubbish! Who said that? Just a minute, where are you going? Sit down, I've, I've not finished. I'm not risking missing silent witness for this. It's dreadful. Yes, well, you wouldn't know a good book if you had read one in the face, would you? Eh? <laughs> Go on then, push off. Spoiling it for everyone, I retorted. <laughs> Every time it gets to a good bit, somebody bloody interrupts me, I uttered. Oh, I've had enough of this, I snapped. Finally reaching the boiling point. I'm going to go home and finish my book in peace. Get out of my way, I shouted, as the vicar walked towards me. I think I might pop in the shoulder for one on the way, I mused. And with that, I lit ten cigars. And without a backward glance, strode out of the function room and into the night. Appearing with Count Arthur Strong were Mel Gadroich, Alistair Kerr and Dave Mountain. The script was written by Steve Delaney and edited by Graham Duck. Count Arthur Strong's radio show was recorded live at the Dance House Manchester, is produced by John Leonard and Mark Radcliffe and is a joint Comedia Entertainment and Smooth Operations production. And next week, Count Arthur promotes himself to team captain of the Three Musketeers and enters the Shoulder of Mutton pub quiz. That's Count Arthur Strong's radio show at the same time next week. Back to you today and after...